In history, there have been battles between gods, kings, and giants, but none of them on a stage this grand. Was that in good taste? Two competitors, three challenges, the comedian, the funny friend, who will reign supreme. Drinking isn't required, but it is recommended. Hello, Chandler. This is Was That In Good Taste, your competitor's con- com- competition podcast, compast, where only one person can be the winner. And the other, a Chandler. Listen here, James. I'm gonna take you, and I'm gonna break you, and you're gonna be crying for your mother by the time you finish my beer. I tell you what, brother. <laughs> Cup of coffee in the big time. It's actually hilarious because I recorded a thing that was so fucking funny, and I sounded like Randy Savage, and it was perfect, and I deleted it by accident. <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Was That In Good Taste. Uh, yeah, I'm your main host, producer, editor, everything amazing. And I'm James, and I'm here with somebody. I don't know. And I do all the other stuff. Uh, my name's Chandler. This guy, he's, he, he's the funny one, he thinks. Hey! And this week, of course, we're wrapping up our month of fitness, of health, with... Our month of self-betterment and improvement. And it's the fallout, brother. <laughs> it's the fallout. Man, does, this that is... ma- does that make us fallout boys? Oh, boy. Boys? Oh, oh, oh no. Boys? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Clinch. Dirty fick of dangles, boys. We're fucking drunk again. It's We're the... back to drinking. First time, long time. Thanks for having us on the show. Wow. This is actually very interesting because we did kombucha. We did, I can't even remember. We did non-alcoholic tequila. We did We did something else that was oh my weird. god, why don't I remember? I actually don't remember. No, we did the the alternative tequila. Yeah. And then we did the kombucha. The kombucha. Before that, we did something else that was like not alcohol. But what was it? <sighs> I actually don't remember. Oh no, that's that's pretty bad. I don't know if that says a lot about where we're at or I think it says a lot that we were able to make it through those episodes. Um here incoherent and like <laughs> is it something silly did you did you find out what no it was? i did because i can't find it because i'm not logged in to the service provider to to find the thing you're the service provider i am you provide the service i do provide the service why don't you service there's definitely one big difference between now and then is that we're drinking and we're drinking a hey. lot we're back on the sauce. We're back on the sauce. We're drinking a few things. One, right now we're drinking this Aberfeldy 12. It's like it's like a bottom shelf kind of, uh, you know. It's a upper bottom shelf. Yeah, you know, it's... it's like, okay, you don't want to, you don't want to group it into like Clan McGregor and like uh, fucking... Uh, actually, Doers is pretty good. I fucks with Doers. But you don't want to group them into Doers. Aberfeldy... I give you guys a thumbs up, even though you're not your traditional scotch. You don't have the peatiness that I think would usually come with an expected scotch, but the mild, sweet, honey note flavors that are in there, you know, y'all doing your thing, and I appreciate the fucks out of it. And we definitely had to have that. I found the episode. What was the other one? It was the fucking vape pen. Oh, fuck. I, I forgot was so we did a weed episode. Fucking hot. Oh shit! If, if you'd listen to this, I'm sorry. I don't smoke other cannabis. Yeah, because you're a fucking poser. But I did, and I was so fucking high. By the way, when I was sober, I listened back to the episode. It wasn't as bad. 
Well, the the thing was we recorded it on a Friday. Yeah. And it was Friday. You didn't have no job. You didn't have no shit to do. Yeah. We was going to get you high today. Yeah. I, I No lie. In the hindsight and retroactive of the behind the bars from this month, I swear, at the time, I thought, wow, this is terrible. Listening to it, not as bad as I thought. Oh. It really sounded to me like I couldn't form a sentence, but listening to it, not so much. You formed sentences. This, there were periods of slight incoherence, mm-hmm. but not as bad as I thought. That's actually. to be expected with the. Uh, I thought it was way worse. With the devil's I lettuce. Thought, I thought that shit was fucking worse. With that sticky icky. You know, but <laughs> this week. Uh, you behind, pulled it together. I, 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 uh, this week behind the bar, we're drinking our own beers. We're high off our own supply our own sipping our own sauce which if you that's a category in Pornhub you know (laughs) you never taste a little bit of your own brand (laughs) no never ever somebody tried to snowball me once really you know who oh okay I remember leaning back and being like, wait, why are you smiling? Wait a minute. So, wait You're a hiding minute. something. <laughs> what are you doing? She stuck her tongue out with glee and was like, <laughs> Anyway. Um, I don't think I've tasted my own cum before, but oh. also, I've come a lot of different places, so. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I just got a reminder on uh, the iPad that says stick to your diet. I think they heard me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this week behind the bar, <laughs> we're tasting different things. And of course, like always, every Monday, wherever you find this, which is where? Which is Anchor, Spotify, po- po- Podcast Pro, Dogcatcher, wherever there's a podcast in his RSS feed, you can always absolutely find us and podcasts are us we're, we're gonna be talking about our beers but i thought it'd be really fun real quick before we get into our fit challenge things to talk briefly about the beer that you chose to brew hmm. where you got it from you know and we can just uh, go back and forth from there a little cheers for beers and i think i'll go first because oh. you know i know mine without having to look so there is this okay. big 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 like home brewing company called northern brewers and so what i did was is i knew that chandler was going to go to bitter nesters which is a local place in brooklyn and hell I, yeah i, I support I, local business <laughs> i kept throwing it up but i decided instead of getting the same company I should do something different, go somewhere else so that we can have a different comparison. Yeah, so for the sake of variation. I did the Karma Citra Session IPA. It's like a play on Karma Sutra, right? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, 5% ABV, uh, 3.5.8, no, 35.8% IBU. Quick question. Uh, where does like what's a reference point for us to know if that's three point five eight IBU? What would be something that's like five no, IBU so, or like I'm, what's I'm, so? It's actually I messed it up. It's three thirty eight point five IBU. Okay. Fucking Budweiser's like ten. You know what I mean? Like a super. So it's on a scale from one to a hundred. Okay. Um, there are some beers that are one hundred twenty, but like that's. So they, they're scale breakers on purpose. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, like I know Sierra Nevada as a pale ale. And I, as, I bet you if I looked it up, Sierra Nevada is probably like in the 20s. You know, okay. it's not that bitter. Like, you know, all beers have bitterness. I'm just trying them. to get a get a, yeah, like yeah. a relative idea of IBU where it was. stands for International Bitterness Units. Mm-hmm. And generally every beer is at least one. And every League of Legends player is at least five. I mean... First of all, toxic, not bitter. Oh. <laughs> okay. I tend to confuse the two, and that's why I don't like IB, don't, uh, IPAs. Definitely don't fuck with me. My cane jungle on fucking point. <laughs> all right. Anyway, you know, uh, it's definitely something that I picked because I knew that you wouldn't pick an IPA. So I picked something that I would like, and I thought it came out okay. We're going to get deeper into this, but the process, not hard. Do you like your beer? I think it's okay. I think 
that the ease of the process with like like with a lot of things eliminates really the true craft when cooking from a recipe you might think it's okay but you really develop a, a, a you really find it tastes best when you can mess with it the most when mm. you can affect it the most once you know the recipe by heart and you can start ad-libbing you can start you know, riffing on playing it. it by ear and there's something I think, it's like you got your scales down and yeah, now you just want to add some jazz there's something from these pre-made kits that you know i think probably is lacking especially for the one gallon to 2.5 gallon kits because beer is brewed kind of on scale you know what i mean yeah you're not really people don't companies don't brew one gallon companies don't brew 2.5 gallons even five gallons i think i think what you're trying to get at and what it what i kind of felt from this is it feels like when we got these recipes it's a little bit like you're reading from middle school sheet music mm-hmm. where it's like yeah you know those are the basic notes that you're trying to hit but does it really have all the extra accelerandos and the crescendos and all the uh, like different notation that you would expect to come from a craft brewery? And so, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's true. Because when you look at like, I don't know, Under a Bridge or something, the California Cajun, you're in high school, you know, you're like looking at it and you all can play it. Yeah. But like, you can't play it. Just because that one guy at the party is like, Freebird! And, like, yeah. and the person's like, yeah, I'm going to play Freebird. And it's like, that's not really Freebird. Well, here's my example. When I was in middle school concert band, we played a series of John Williams pieces that featured Jurassic Park and uh, Star Wars and E.T. And when you hit the Jurassic Park and the Star like you hit the things in each one, you're like... That's the song. I know that. But still, the da 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 doesn't sound like the fucking uh, Duel of the Fates that you would expect it to be in Revenge of the Sith. Like, it just doesn't have the cadence. It doesn't have the pop. It doesn't have the the sharpness, I think. the It doesn't have the staccato that you would want in a craft beer. I, I yes. And, you know, I'm not going to rate it now, but really, before we get into, like, what you were doing, and what, which one you picked, that's the depth that I thought was just lacking. Yeah. Not bad, but... You got the melody. 100%. It tasted like an IPA. Mm-hmm. It tasted like it had the citra and the centennial. Oh, for sure. The nose of it, super grapefruity. Super delicious. But I've like, given you some citrusy IPAs before. I've given you Toppling Goliaths. Um, what was the one again? Uh, the King Sue. I've, I know we've had that before. We've had some. What I thought was most similar to what you made was probably like a uh, a tad bit watered down um, Sculpin or Grapefruit Sculpin by Ballast Point. Yes, 100%. But not watered down in, like, the carbonation aspect, just in, like, the boldness of the flavors. Yeah, there was something, a depth, that was missing. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked it up, by the way. Sierra Nevada, 10, 15 IBUs. Really? Yeah. Ah! See? Color me shocked! Well, I would have thought they were way more bitter. Yeah, which uh, which which company did you choose? I mean, I said already. Which one did you choose? Which beer did you decide to brew? So I decided to brew. Uh, I got my ingredients kit from Bitter and Esters, uh, located here in Brooklyn. However, they have a program not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Sponsor us. Yeah, sponsor us, please. Um, they have a program where they like to feature uh New York City brewers and breweries and stuff like that, <clears throat> and so. The ingredients kit I got was from uh, the brewery uh, Daleview Biscuits and Beer, and the name of the beer is My Skin is Black, uh, Belgian-style Excuse Dubel. me? Yes. The name of the beer is My Skin is Black. Um, <laughs> I guess 
in reference is it's Nina Simone, right? Who sings the sample or who sings the original that's sampled in uh Yes Story yes. of OJ? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I was telling people, I'm like, wait a minute, do I have that sample right? Uh <laughs> my skin is black. Yeah. Dale View Biscuits and Beer from New York. From New York, a black Brooklyn. Black owned yeah. business. Um Another what really drew my attention to this beer in particular is one I really like Belgian style beers, but also they said uh, bitters and esters would be donating fifty percent of the proceeds of every sale of this recipe to the NYC Brewers Guild Farm Brewery Internship Program, uh, which aims to allow paid brewery education ex- and experience to people of color who are passionate about both craft beer and career opportunities in the industry. Um, so I thought this was a good way to kind of help uh, support black-owned businesses um, and just people of color in the the brewing industry in New York. And also, I fucking love this style of beer. Look at this guy fucking virtue signaling. Look at this fucking guy virtue signaling. Well, it just means that if you don't like my beer, you just hate black people and black mm-hmm. businesses. So, um, I guess, you know, make your decision however you want. Judge accordingly. But if you dislike it at any wa- in any way, it just means you're, uh, you're racist. So, <laughs> how would you say... Did, did you find the brewing process to be easy, to be fun? Um... So this is my second uh, homebrew. The first one I did over summer, I tried a Hefeweizen with like a kind of a, a simple um, one-gallon homebrew kit. We tried that. We did that. It was decent. This is my second endeavor into homebrewing. I uh, leveled up into a 2.5-gallon brewing kit, and uh, it was all going good until well you gotta leave them wanting something more well don't give them too much oh what? whoa whole weekend in general don't give them too much now we're also not gonna have a reason to tune in on monday for our long form behind the bar where we go in depth into your mistakes and my mistakes and things like that Come we on. also got the judgings and all that stuff oh, that man. comes into that we're just gonna be super fun with that because we're gonna do that we're gonna talk about that next week i believe we're gonna be doing so so we don't make so we make some sense Mm -hmm. make some sense of all this the contest that we entered into at the beginning of the month on your birthday yes april 1st and this comes out on april 30th my birthday where the book ends and since our birthdays book in the month what are we doing we decided we're going to do a little bit of a fitness contest where there'd be three categories a general health and fitness in which we would measure that at the end of the month by you know bmi body fat body water bone mass all that stuff the second one would be just a sobriety contest just staying sober from the first to the last Mm -hmm. and then the third being us brewing each our own batch of beer having some people taste it and seeing who wins there's a little bit of symbolism in us making alcohol and then not being able to consume alcohol i love that irony that was you that was you that was good you did oh some man good whoever ones. come up whoever came up with that um they were on top of it anyway can i just can i summarize the rest go of ahead, go all ahead. right just don't give away too much i'm not giving away too much it just a tip just it's a belgian style double um meaning uh double malted or like just extra malty uh brown ale um again the recipe from from uh daleview biscuits and beer <clears throat> should be hanging around six percent abv uh, if you get it from the brewery itself should be around eight percent abv um it includes uh cascade hops as well as a variety of different extracts and grains or malt extracts um, and we'll get more into that on oh, behind the bar. Oh yeah, man, I'm actually pretty excited for that. So let's go with the easiest and most uh, straightforward results. Who won the Dry April contest? All right, so this is what happened. Okay, there's a whole, there's like a whole thing. Okay, what had happened was <laughs> you tell the story. You, you I don't, I feel that. I can't tell it. I feel I feel so sad and ashamed. What had happened was 
I was going real strong for the first week of April. I was real disciplined. I had meal prep. I had all that good stuff. Then I had some friends come and visit me that I haven't seen in a couple years. And uh, all that shit went out the window. Um, I stayed strong. <laughs> I stayed real strong through the first like three days of their... They were staying for a week. And I hadn't seen my boy Juan in like three years. And so we were hanging out. We ended up going on like a little bit of a food uh, tourist thing. We ended up um, going to Brooklyn. Next thing you know, we're here at James' house listening, talking, bullshitting. And then the blue coat comes down off the shelf. And uh, I'm a sucker for uh, Blue Coat American Dry Gin brewed out of Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. It's a really good gin. And it's super palatable. So you just had to have some. And I wanted wanted my friends to have a little gin tasting the way we have our tastings on a weekly basis. I wanted to share that experience. But how is one supposed to host a gin tasting? How is one? Without tasting said gin. How could they? How could one go about such a task? <laughs> and so I broke. I broke, I'd, I'd say, what was it, the 15th? Yeah, about, yeah. It was like literally in the middle. It was, I survived several days with them here just to prove to myself that I could do it. And then I lied to myself, and I said I couldn't do it. What really got to me is we had been walking around all day. Yeah, we were walking around a lot. We were walking around a lot. And my hip had gotten so tight. Like, I didn't stretch, and I just needed some pain relief. And so, when gin and tonics were being passed around to everyone... When gin and tonics were being passed the plenty... I just passed you one. You happened to pass me one. But then I have my own sad story. Oh? Because I watched you drink your gin and tonic. Hmm? I watched you take a sip. And I picked up my phone. And I sent a text to a young woman that I'm speaking to. And I said, I feel really bad. Because Chandler's drinking. And I don't really want to drink. But I feel guilty. Hmm. This is an extra dimension of this story that I didn't know. I really did not want to have a drink. But she was like, well, you know, if you're feeling bad, you can you can participate too, and then it won't be as bad. Because then you both get to lose. I feel like <laughs> I was able to radiate proxy guilt off of me. And it somehow affected you. And I feel like I should evolve into the next level of, <laughs> I, of Jew. Uh, it definitely wasn't you. Because when she told me, she was like, yeah, you know, because I was telling her, I was like, I feel so bad. Because, you know, th- I had a plan where every time you came over to record, I was going to just like have a cocktail sitting at the mic when you came but I don't have the heart to do that. I mean, that'd just be rude. I don't play dirty. That'd be really... And to waste the alcohol. <laughs> when you would have drank it. I know. <laughs> yeah. You would have you been like, oh, how could you waste this? Your privilege is showing. I know, right? But can I say that I literally am not good at cheating at contests. I felt so fucking bad. So fucking bad. You know what the funny part is? What? I knew as soon as I broke, you would break. You just wanted to see me do it first. But I didn't... The The funny part is that... I'm not even dicking around. Is that I did not break. I did not want to drink. But, I mean, you did break. But, like, no. Breaking is, like, when you want something. So, like, you do... No, you, you ceased your streak. I did. You had broken. You are... You is a broke bitch. I didn't want to. You have any idea how fucking nauseous I felt? I felt, (laughs) I literally felt so physically sick. Good. Because I don't lose. 
but like I really felt bad because like your friends were there and I was like fuck and I was like yo but then I thought about this other thing too I was like yo I bet you if I said to Chandler right now hey Chandler let's just you know let's just say this is even you know but then I was like but that's still cheating you know, I feel so bad. Well, that was the kind of beauty of that aspect of the challenge was initially the way I'd worded it when we had talked about it was whoever didn't make it to the end of April without having a drink lost. So really, we're not playing each other. We're not competing against each other. But we, but we, we are. were competing against time. But we are. And also, I thought about content. Mm. <laughs> I was such an asshole. I was like, wouldn't it be more funny? Wouldn't it be more interesting? And then, what do we get? If what would what, what is the what is the what, what, what was the if you lose? If you lose, what happens? You have to read three jokes written by the uh, opponent. So you were sitting there. You actually made me a gin and tonic and handed it to me because mm-hmm. you had done the same for me, and I handed it away. No, you poured it back into my drink oh, yeah, I and then made yourself your own no, no, no. gin and tonic. I, no, no. Tell the people what had <laughs> no, happened. No. You rejected <laughs> the perfectly good gin and tonic that I had made you. And you said, oh, no, 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 no. I I'm, ab- no. I'm above this. I, Let me no. make my own. I poured it in your glass and I got the text that said, don't be a dick. If he's going to drink, it's a social situation, just drink too. I let somebody else make the decision for me. I wasn't going to have a drink after that. You let someone else lose for you? Well, I can't have you losing by yourself. <sighs> it's a friends of four. Mm. I don't know if I was... Fe- I feel like you pitied me at that point. I kind of did. Because you were so fucking high, and you were with your friends, and you just looked like you just needed a drink. But then I wasn't going to be the dick. It wouldn't be the dick standing there like, oh, well, I'm still sober. I was like, all right, I'll just fucking have a drink so that you feel like, you know, kind of comfortable. So now we get to have an entire episode in the future where we each have the other person tell three jokes. And then then you have to read the jokes out loud written by the other person. This is going to be a fucking mess. I'm actually kind of looking forward to that because I don't think you'd make me say anything. There's some strategies in mind. You never know. I don't think you'd make me say anything too funny. I will. <laughs> I'm not afraid of that for you either. Oh. See, my biggest concern is I don't know if I can write any punchline that you can deliver that doesn't end in just referencing trauma. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe not. We'll see. <laughs> One of us is going to be a writer for the Tonight Show. Hey, oh, or neither of us. <laughs> or neither of us. Oh, we're gonna the, ugh, we're gonna be writers for the Late Late Show. Ugh, I don't want to do that. Wait, is that for the uh, the Scottish one? What the Late Late Show? Yeah, isn't that for? Uh, oh, for what's his face? Yeah. Oh, the the. The guy, the guy. You know, the guy who's not Steve Colbert. Yeah, the other guy. He's not Fallon. He's the one who's been doing it longer from than both of them. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. But now. He has a game show or something now. He does, right? I'm really drawing a blank on his name. Me <laughs> too. Wait, wait, Ferguson? Uh, something Ferguson? It is Steve something. Ferguson? Bob Ferguson? It's not Jesse Tyler Ferguson. John Ferguson? Because that's... Uh, Ferguson Ferguson? Fer- <laughs> Ferguson Ferguson. Oh, he pranked us again. Wait, no, the late the late show was with James Corden. But the late late show. Or oh, is it No, that you're right. That's just James Corden. Wait, they were thinking about Oh my god, cuz it's the late show. Oh, what's the show that comes out the Tonight Show? We're thinking about the show that comes on at 3 on NBC. That show. Good rate, good, good, good radio. I'm just looking up the Irish. Like, wh- continue. Is he Irish or is he Scottish? I, I, you're, 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 you're fucking me up right now. I don't know. We're all kinds of fucked up. Anyway, you know what I need? It's almost your birthday, James. How are you doing? 
No, it is my birthday. Don't break the fucking fourth wall. This is what I fucking need. I need to, for the future, whenever we have an issue like this, I just need to fucking set it up so that, like, when one of us is looking for something... Oh, wait, it's, it's muted. Oh, you just throw in the... Uh... So that people aren't bored. Yeah. Well, I'm doing fucking great, because today is my birthday. Woo! Woo! Hand clap! Fwam, 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 fwam. Yeah! Whoa. And not only is it my birthday, but we get to go over... The first of our three challenges. Wait, so, wait, no, I'm I'm curious oh about your fir- about your birthday first. Oh God, here we go. We got some questions. Oh shit! First of all, um, were you delivered vaginally or were you a cesarean? I was delivered. De- de- I was delivered vaginally. What time? Seven a.m. What? How many pounds? I don't know, but it's over. In, it's a book over there. I was born in St. Mary's Hospital on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. That's my mother had me at seventeen. Huh. Yeah. I, I I think I knew that, but I didn't know I like I knew around the age range, but I just never done the math. Yeah, my mother had me pretty young. She was put out at some point. She was in um in a foster care home for a few months. It's a whole thing. Do you wanna go go more on that? Do you wanna talk about like your actual birthday? Like the like my how birth, my birth? I'll tell you one thing. Tell, tell, no matter what, my birthdays have been awesome. Yeah, my mother is amazing. Might not have no fucking money. My mother always said, "You want to have a birthday party?" I had no friends, so I always said no. But she always took me to the movies, and I would always go to the movies because I love the movies. Movies are fun. And she would always take me out to the movies. She'd buy me everywhere I wanted. I never wanted anything, but she would buy for me if I did. She'd give me cake, buy me gifts. My mother was always very good. And making sure that I was happy. So, a lot of people that I know hate birthdays. And I get it. But like, you know, gender identity and all those weird things aside that people struggle with. Like, I, mean, I like my name. Because my, my I'm named to my father, but like, my mother was never mean about it. Are there any birthday traditions that you particularly enjoy or that you particularly don't enjoy? I mean, I don't know. I don't really like attention, actually. Well, I know being a vegan, the whole pinata thing is probably a little awkward, too. I just be, just be dogs. Jesus. <laughs> um, I don't like gifts. I'm bad at receiving gifts. Oh. I feel so bad and sad because I don't think I deserve them. Um, I can tell because I just told you I was going to give you a gift and you reacted as if, like... Yeah, receiving gifts is something I always have a hard time with. Uh, but, you know, I don't hate my birthday. I don't know. I'm very lucky. Last year I had a great birthday. I had probably the best birthday I've ever had in my life. How come? Uh, well, we'll talk about it. But all right. it was it was very good. It was very good. Had like a little special dinner. Had like a turn my room into a theater. Turn my dining room into a restaurant. It was like a whole thing. Oh, that's lit. It was very good. I sent you pictures. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I'm just trying to make it sound novel. I know, right? <laughs> um, I have one more question. As someone who's at the beginning of the month to someone who's at the end of the month, do you ever get the feeling like the entire month is a little bit of your birthday? Or like, do you do you actually have to wait to the one single day? Everyone I know's birthdays. I'm like, I know my ex, KC. Her birthday is the 24th. Mm-hmm. My friend Wally, he's the 23rd. No, he's the 24th also. I know mad people with April. Like, you know what I mean? So, oh, April, so many people are born in April. Know, but, like, I feel for you it's different because your birthday is on April 1st. It's the very first of the month. that. And it's also, like, a pseudo-holiday being April Fool's Day. Mm. I mean, in Judaism, that's one of the high holidays. Just, I know you guys don't realize. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, like you know, no. Four twenty is the high holiday. <laughs> Which was the high holiday? Oh, I feel like <laughs> you had to go and ruin four twenty for everyone, <laughs> did, didn't you? Right? No, like there's something interesting about April. The best thing about my birthday is that the weather is generally always good. 
Interesting. Because like April 1st, you never fucking know. Right? It's it, such a toss-up. It literally can snow. It can snow. It can blizzard. It can be fucking hot. It can be rainy. But April 30th? Like, it's raining now. But like tomorrow? Watch it be fucking nice. It'll it's, be gorgeous. It's like a random fucking day. April- It'll rain through the evening. And then by the morning, it's going to be sunny and shining and all the flowers will be in bloom. I'm lucky, personally, because despite anything, I'm fortunate to have friends and people who care about me. So I don't like gifts or attention or affection or things like that. But fuck it. I'll, you know, birthdays for people can be very important. And, you know, I feel like the people who don't like their birthday, they they don't like it for a different reason. Because... I feel like weird, like about getting affection and shit, but other people don't like their birthday because they resent their existence. They resent like their existence. They've had nothing but bad experiences, you know, or abuse or just like, you know, a lack or want of affection or love or whatever. Mm. And I'm fortunate enough to have so much people, so many people and so much love in my life. That I'm I'm privileged enough to be like, oh, I feel so overwhelmed by the, all the people who care about me. Ugh, people care about me, want to give me things and be nice to me on my birthday. So, like, you know, I'm not, I don't hate it. Like, I'm fucking lucky. I got great fucking gifts this year. What? I got a fucking Linkin Park side. I got a pop, like the, the, the Meteora album pop figure thing with the little soldier dude that's like fucking huge. And oh, that's fucking dope. And a book and fucking my mother gave me so much shit i don't even fucking know where to begin and i can't even i literally can't fucking begin other than fucking <laughs> I life i can't even even other than life fucking ice maker and alton brown coffee and alton brown hat things i literally she gave me so much that i can't even fucking remember what she got me god damn you know so i'm mother fucking lucky but i'd rather act like it's not my birthday so well, yeah. but I got another gift. We gonna act like it's your birthday. You know, I got another gift. What's your other gift? I'm a fucking winner. I'm a fucking winner. I'm gonna wear the. I'm gonna win the beer thing. Mm. Um, mm. I feel like that one. I'm not the gonna only lie. reason I make such a squeaky pitch noise to that mm. is because I think I know the people who are judging. A little bit better. All right. Like flavor wise. But like, um, we have to have a whole conversation because really the people who are gonna be judging, they don't mostly like beer. So we have to have a whole fucking prerequisite conversation with them that it's not really about whatever the fuck. It's gonna be I'm gonna fucking win. Okay? You I, you might win. You could have started the sentence with "I'm a winner because I won." Da, 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 no, 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 I'm gonna but the win. The beer one is the one that's still up in the air. Know, so, right? fuck off. Um, I'll say that I tied with you on the sober thing, even though after that, I literally felt so guilty and kind of hated myself so much that I attacked the rest of the month like a fucking, oh, like a fucking Mormon or some shit, like a fucking Quaker. Damn. See, I felt so guilty and so shook over breaking my my sobriety streak that I attacked the rest of the month like a Catholic inquisitor in Spain in the 1500s, <laughs> meaning I projected all my insecurities onto everyone else Damn, and just I, I really kept on reveling. I had a fucking Monty Python button right here. No one expects it. <laughs> Fuck, I really wish. Oh, I'm going to add that shit. The Inquisition. What a show, The Inquisition. Here we go. Um, So the last of the challenges is the general fit, healthness, healthfulness challenge. Yeah. Which I'm not going to... I blew that motherfucker away. No, you did phenomenal on this. I'm I'm actually really proud for you. Like, (laughs) I want to show you how much... I actually care for you and I am enthusiastic about your progress and I'm glad and I'm proud that you made such progress. Um, I just want you to know how much I'm in your corner supporting you throughout this entire thing, even though I'm supposed to be 
competing against you, but really we're brothers in arms in this whole thing. I don't think. I mean, if you look at the show notes by going in a description of where we listen to this podcast and click it, you'll see it. I don't know even get into details. It's kind of weird, but like I feel like it'd be really fun to talk about like how handily I won and also why. Because I came in with a motherfucking strategy. Yeah. So what was your strategy? What was your Oh, strategy? I had a strategy. What was it? Oh, I had a real top-notch strategy where I was going to cut carbs and I was going to meal prep and I was going to exercise on a regular basis. And then um, I got a week where my friends visited and that was thrown out of whack. And then the next week, I got a new job, and that was thrown out of whack, and I just wasn't able to maintain a, a proper pattern of existence. And I, I let myself, uh, I let myself go a little bit. I, I, I just, I, I was kind of like, "Hey, you know, you worked for eight hours today. Go get a sandwich." And mm-hmm. I didn't really care about the macros that was going into it. I think I. I got distracted too easily through this challenge. I mean, granted, I still lost about 12 pounds, but most of it, it appears, was water weight, which, I mean, I'm a sweaty boy, so it's it's bound to happen. But I think, all in all, I didn't do terrible. I just could have stayed definitely more focused throughout the entire thing. I think that was the... Uh, the issue i on the other hand in the last week only as an example have fasted an average of 18.85 hours a day i fasted what is that supposed to mean i fasted 36 hours yesterday yesterday today and the day before mm-hmm. then 21 hours 16 23 20 16 and 21 hours by intermittent fasting i'm limiting my eating period uh reducing my food to only handmade homemade things not eating out and exercising every fucking day and i'll be honest with you that was the big that You're was younger the big with me. Yeah. You're younger than me. I was afraid that you would just fucking blow me out of the fucking water by just drinking a little bit more water and just fucking chilling and like maybe eating one less sandwich a fucking week. That I'd be in my room doing my little boxing exercise, being drenched in fucking sweat, wanting to give up, doing a 40 fucking minute boxing exercise. With an, with the entire with an entire class and fucking thinking to myself like I have to fucking do this. No, you, the tenacity that you brought to this challenge. I I kind of came up to it coasting. I thought you know you're gonna try hard, and I got I got <laughs> logistics on my side. I got I got youth. I got uh, all this other thing. Though I'm actually kind of impressed with myself a little bit, just in the um. The BMI drop that I had, like, granted, yours is impressive, but I thought I would be a lot further behind you. It's funny because I didn't realize that apparently we're both DK uh, obese. (laughs) Like, if you're fucking over 24 BMI, you're fucking obese. You're thick. (laughs) Holy shit. You know, um, but I don't know about you, but... I'm feeling 22. <laughs> Losing weight for me is easy because I gain weight, not because I can't. I just get into bad fun habits. I drink a lot. No, oh, yeah. That's, I have a lot of fucking fun. I eat out too too much. That's where the weight comes from. It's, it's not necessarily you can't lose weight easily. It's you have to cut the vices. And I think that's where my biggest issue was, where I substituted vices yeah, so, instead of cutting so vices. So what did you substitute vices for? Ooh. So, you know, when I stopped drinking, oh, no. I started smoking more. You eat a lot when you smoke. Um, I just eat for a longer period of time, I think. Because I don't eat a lot. I just, I tend to graze, whereas... In in the most sober state, 
I'm like, all right, get my meal, get my fuel. I'm done. I don't want to continue chewing. It's exhausting. But hold on. Didn't I not shit on you for meal prepping? I was like, why are you meal prepping? Because meal prepping is not conducive to losing weight. In my personal experience, the reason meal prepping doesn't really work because you, when you meal prep, unless you do a pot of fucking chicken breast or some shit, you're not going to make enough food to sustain yourself. You'd have to meal prep all of your meals for the entire day and only eat those things. But it's actually really difficult to do that. Yeah. Well, okay. So the first week where I meal prepped, I was really good. I dropped 15 pounds in that first week and I was doing a intermittent fasting and all that good stuff. It wasn't necessarily the meal prepping that got me. It was the actual prepping. Like it was the taking time. And then it was the sticking to that schedule. I feel like if I would have, if this were a, would have been a month in solitude, like if this were, 2020 uh or april 2020 then um the the my results would be a significant difference well now i'm gonna say that's not true you know why why i still ate out you eat out i still ate some junk food because i limited it i limited it so much oh i limited it too I, I think I when limited, I could, I think I must have limited it more than you because you know, I dead ass no jack shit about anything, and intermittent fasting for people like you know I'm all about healthy eating, healthy eating, healthy eating. Do not harm yourself, please. Don't fucking listen to this and be like, well, I'm gonna fucking starve myself or some shit. I did one bad thing. Hmm. I took a fucking laxative. Because hmm. I was trying to fucking get everything out. Can I tell you something? Laxatives are kind of nice. It didn't nice. work. Oh. We were on different conclusions. <laughs> it didn't work. But, um, you know, you really shouldn't do those kind of things. Wait, no. Okay, I'm sorry. If you're feeling bloated and you want to shit out everything no, but I that has held so you any emotional significance for the past 15 years. <laughs> I did it so I could win a competition. Just take some milk of magnesia, magnesia. I didn't do that. I think a cheaper one from Target, and I think that it was the cheapest one. So I don't think it was effective. I don't have an issue going, so I think it didn't help me. But the reality of the situation is like, please, like, fucking eat healthy. But, like, you know, the fasting I did, anybody who's like, oh, starve yourself. No. the A few decades ago, the average eating time, you'd have supper at 7, and you'd eat lunch at 12. You know what I mean? Or you'd break your fast at, like, 12. We eat all the time. Yeah. Most of the time, I just stop eating at seven. Do my night, go to sleep, wake up, do my things. Oh, see, we're on, like, I would, I wouldn't eat till seven. And then from seven to midnight, I'm like, I'm fair game. I'm, I'm on the sun's up diet. Humans are weird. And even though we stay up late, we're not really meant to. And we do better when we eat earlier and go to sleep earlier. Then why do our pupils dilate in the dark if we're not supposed to be up after night? Oh, boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> my fucking God. I fucking, <laughs> I approached it in a way where, like, I'd, I I just ate healthier. I ate and I stopped when I wasn't hungry. Mm-hmm. And I ate a lot of fucking whole foods and shit like that. Also, I cook more. I cook more frequently. I have a good habit of if I work 15 hours, I still come home and cook. That's a great habit. I think what fucked me up the most was um, I was inconsistent because I think my strategy going into it was portion control. I thought portion control, that'll be, you know, because I walk around, I do a lot of active things. Portion control is going to be the biggest (laughs) aspect and I feel like, for the most part, I was able to control my portions, um, but it was a little one-dimensional on my on my strategy. You know what your girlfriend your girlfriend said to me? What she said? But I'm more active than you. Oh. And it's not. I bike around all fucking day. All I do is bike. If I have work to do, if I'm doing something for someone, if I'm making money, I bike there or I take the train or I bike to the train. 
all I do. You bike to the train. It's like two blocks. No, You're no. gonna take a bike there. I, I go to a different. I go to a different station. Oh. On my Apple Watch, I got every single ring every day for two weeks, which is hard as fuck because the the fucking standing for twelve hours that I have mine set for mm-hmm. fucking stupid. That you can't just stand. You have to be active standing. Well, the movement, the active movement. I don't care what your Apple Watch says. Uh, the uh, the pinche, the pinche, the uh, the hair tie. The hair tie on my wrist says um, it's wet a lot, which means I'm sweaty. Uh, I'm fucking. I'm a gloaty motherfucker. I fucking. Ooh, ooh! I'm actually proud of myself. I lost twenty one fucking pounds. What now, are you? Some sort of Harlem gloat trotter? <laughs> I lost 21 fucking pounds. I feel fucking great. But you know what? It was good because I used to... I literally just went back to the habits I used to have. I fucking came into these really bad habits of drinking more frequently, eating out more. Did you get any or build any good habits or anything? I think I did fix the thing that I focused on more most, which was... Portion control. I, like I said, that was that was the thing I felt like I was most out of whack. And now um, I feel like I have it a little bit more reined in because of a series of fastings and stuff that just kind of helped me feel less controlled by the urge to eat. Or Because a lot of what I would do is just eat when I'm bored. And, or like just, just there's something to do and so I'm going to cook. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that since uh, a lot of my cooking was more premeditated rather than just kind of uh, impromptu and feeling like, oh, whatever, whatever I have in my kitchen, I'm going to make some. Um, I feel like the progress I've made has been in um, how I dose out my meals and um, the uh, – premeditation that I put into them. There's something that's always been kind of a problem for me. I think everybody has this problem is that one, I think too much about food. I love food. So I cook as a hobby. all the time. I love to cook. As you know, Mm -hmm. I cook. I love to cook. And when I don't eat habitually, all I do is think about what I'm going to eat. But that's really a problem Right. You know, I should enjoy cooking. When you're not thinking of, when you're not <laughs> eating, you're thinking about eating. And I should be thinking about like whatever is happening, but then when it's time to cook, I should be enjoying that. And then when I'm eating, I should be enjoying that instead of thinking ahead. Right, but if you like to cook and cooking requires a certain amount of premeditation, you're gonna end up thinking about food in a time where you're not but this, trying no, to no. be food oriented. You, you gotta maintain and create healthy habits. And that's really what I think my problem always is, is that like I know what's a good habit for me, but I fucking don't do good with that. I don't fucking fuck around and have my habits be good. What I also realized during this whole whole thing, um, there really is no healthy consumption under capitalism. I mean, fuck no. Can I tell you something? Saved all the fucking money by slaughtering the pigs and eating them myself. Right? Fuck I, the police. I mean, most of the pigs. Napoleon. <laughs> I, thought, uh, yo, I thought you were going to, yo. What? What's the other one? Um, Thumper? Yeah, a fucking... Um, there's there's like squiggly, squirmy, something. Fucking animal farm. When you, when you said some of the pigs, I thought you were going to hit me with some fucking not all cops or bastards type shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I was going the other direction <laughs> and saying, let's eat the rich. I fucking used to, oh, I used to compare myself with fucking um, shit. What's the name of the fucking horse that fucking works himself to death? Boxer. Fuck. I used to call my, I used to feel like Boxer when I was working at Starbucks because I really loved that job even though it was terrible and it was always terrible and every day was horrible and everyone worked with this terrible and all the customers were horrible i didn't get paid enough you know where you would really excel 
in a career, the glue factory. <laughs> I probably fucking You would, would be fucking employee of the month. God fucking damn it, I would. Man. Yeah. The Animal Farm character I felt most akin with was the goat. And I can't remember... Oh my fucking god. I can't remember what his name was but i just remember <laughs> him being like yeah this is bullshit what the fuck is the name of the what's the name of the female horse who went to the other farm and she got the ribbon oh. that's me because <laughs> like and listen the revolution comes and they're like hey come over here listen i'm all about the revolution but i'm also not about dying you're about the exception and am i about the fight like i'm down for the fight I'm down for the cause. But I'm not. Yeah, I'm down for the cause. I'm in your corner. But I don't know if I'm down for the fight now. But I'm not in the ring. <laughs> you were. Yeah, you get them. Take yeah. down the capitalists. Not too loud, though. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, might cut my, they, they might cut my monthly stipend. No, but really, like, I'd, I'd go to whatever place is open when I'm, I'm finally ready to eat at 1 a.m. or whatever. And, like, I go to look for for some food and it's like all right the cheapest thing on this menu that i can get is gonna be a burger and fries like fuck man i've literally my fridge is stocked full of scallions and peppers and things i got for cheap and i literally ate the same thing but i found new things that i'm interested in my my diet so instead of rice i've been eating fucking quinoa quinoa easier to cook than fucking rice Fuck that shit. You just fucking put the water in there with the quinoa and that shit gets like kind of fluffy. And by the way, if you undercook it, it's It's a seed. It's nutty and kind of crunchy. It's good. Put some peppers on it. Some better than bullion and some shit. Quinoa al dente. Fuck that shit. Some farro. Some. I've been literally having such a good fucking time. Well, okay. So you're having such a great time with all this dieting and stuff. The prize to oh, this. yeah. So what the, is the prize, Chandler? The prize was that the winner would get a bottle of liquor paid for by the loser with oh, a yeah. cap I love this. at $100. Now, you put in the notes something that I was thinking about. You were thinking, and you put double or nothing. I said double or nothing. But can I say something? What you gonna say? I thought about it, but I didn't put it for a reason. Because mm. fuck no. <laughs> I won. Fuck, I fucked it up. Game over. I fucking won. I am a fucking winner. So you have to fucking suffer. But I think that you should come with a different challenge. Here's I, my retort to that, boss hog. You just got a job. Nope, I already thought about that. <laughs> I already thought about that. I thought to myself, hmm, I'm going to give him some, some money to contribute towards the thing that I want. What? See, I thought about this, right? 100 bucks? That's it. I might not win again in the future. I won. Game over. Get- Game over. Game fucking over. I, I'm a fucking winner, all right? I'm a, I'm a. No, you better cool out, big dude. I'm the fucking winner, all right. I pulled this shit out, okay, and it might never happen again. But I propose this, all mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I won this one, but come up with just more challenges. Come up. I think every month we should do at least one fucking challenge. A monthly challenge. I think we could fucking do it until we run out of ideas. And then we'll never talk about it again. Well, and then we'll just stop doing this show, and then we'll stop talking altogether, and we'll no longer wow. be friends. I know. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. I just <laughs> added stakes to that challenge of challenges. Oh, boy. Game over. <laughs> Either we keep coming up with monthly challenges, or you're dead to me. Wow. Um, fuck. The show is over. God damn it. It feels good to win. <laughs> How's it feel to lose? I don't know. We haven't had our beer tasting yet. Fuck, right? Now, one thing we didn't do, I really thought about real quick, is that we should have had whoever won the most. And because we're technically tied, whoever won the beer one would have been ahead. And we should have had an overall prize. Yeah, we should have. But we didn't, so oh well. 
we'll think about it for next time. Anyway, uh, that was uh, was that in good taste. Thanks for joining us. My name has been Chandler Phillips, and I'm James Beery. Um, yeah, uh, there are things and links and stuff are in the description. Trying something new. Oh, oh, uh, check this out. Right, if you click the link in the description, right, it says Anchor slash like donation or whatever. Give us money to create content. You give me money. I don't come to your house and do nothing because I'm not that kind of person. Wait, were you... never mind, never mind. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, uh, drinking is uh not required. Hey, it's recommended, especially me? if you want to try uh my beer or um, Dale View. Uh, no, you better pull out, big dude. Biscuits and beer. Uh, my skin is black. Fifteen percent of the proceeds go towards. Um... Oh yeah, we're not fucking. You know that's actually really awesome. We're not sponsored, but betteresters.com. B i t t e r a n d e s t e r s dot com. They're super awesome. They're locals of Brooklyn. They got beer classes. They're doing a bunch of stuff now that uh, they're relaxing restrictions on COVID and stuff. But also, if you order um, anything from Daleview uh, Beer and Bis- or Biscuits and Beer, fifteen um, percent of the proceeds of every sale of the recipe of the beer that we got from this brewery uh, goes towards a uh, internship program. For uh, people of color passionate about craft beer and the beer industry. I going to say, by the way, not sponsored by them, but Devil Biscuits and Beer, New York. Awesome fucking food. They got biscuits. They got beer. They got beer. What more do you need? Uh, so, uh, goodbye.